is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast presented by Vigit. Today is Thursday, November 18th, and you are listening to episode 43. And I don't know, we're like pretty average right now, I guess. Last week we went four, six, and one as a podcast. I don't know. It's been like, it hasn't been terrible. Some wait, wait, us- wait. We only bet, we only bet 10 total bets as a group. Well, some of us have crossover plays. Like we have the same oh, plays gotcha. that on there once. Uh. So four, six, and one is what we ended up. Obviously not the greatest, but it could have been worse. So what is your guys' takeaway from last weekend? The boys are here. Oh, I had, Uh, I'll say, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I had one of the better weekends I've had in two months and I went three and three or whatever it was. So I went two and two. Uh, I couldn't believe Oklahoma state scored more than 50 points by themselves. That was was, incredible. That was bonkers. Um, do you think, do you Michigan, think, Air Force. I, I like I average weekend. I, I do a lot of things average. All right, I'm an average golfer, not below average golfer. I've been average betting, average height, below average hairline. You know, those things all kind of coincide with me. I think worst play of the week goes to me. Like Texas minus thirty one stung a little bit. Oof, oof. <laughs> that doesn't even hurt anymore. Oof. Like that just kind of sits. You know. That's, I mean, you know. That might have been the furthest away from hitting. I'll say that much. Um, Washington plus six. We might. Are we, we might have to? Now? I'll say we might. Just talking about the Texas bet parks. We might at the end of the year. We might have to go back and look like our worst bets of the year. Yeah, that would I'll be go awesome. Go and pull out like man, just brutal, brutal. That would picks. be up there for me. I have a feeling, just like mentally. Oh yeah. Thinking a team that <laughs> went by thirty-two points and them losing. <laughs> Um, I mean, it is what it is, but Schaefer, we got actually on the good side of a bad beat. Like we got a good beat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't have a chance to watch that game too closely, but it, it, from what I've heard and kind of what I saw a little bit on the game is we deserve to cover that in the first place, but didn't a jackass for Washington throw a pick, pick six or something. 47 yard pick six. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was, yeah, that was unbelievable. I mean, that's just kind of the way our trend had been going and i was gonna say something because you were like i'm sorry parks this one's on me because that was i, well, I well, like that a lot i went fuck i was gonna say um well i thought i carried over some more bad beats because friday night i i don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the boise state wyoming game that probably would have i think that was my worst beat of the year uh, i mean just ridiculous wyoming has <laughs> zero timeouts they get tackled in bounds twice with 40 seconds left they're just trying to run something to get a first down. They throw a little, I think it was a hitch, which makes it the worst. Guy turns around, misses a tackle, misses another tackle, goes 75 yards to cover. I well, mean, let, a, let alone they actually scored, like they scored yeah. in a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And was, you know, with two seconds to spare, whatever the fuck it was, that was, I thought I was in for it for a weekend, but. I, I don't know. Right. I feel like we paid our dues and I actually made a TikTok. I don't know if you guys saw, I know JP did, but it was like when I hit the Clemson nine and a half on that last play, like three weeks ago now, 
I knew I was kind of, I was due for something. Like, you don't just get that in the gambling world. Like, I, you're going to get 10 times negative ones before you get one of those positive ones. So I had a feeling I wasn't going to have the week and my morning just did not start off well. So let's, uh, let's move on. We're going to have a better week this week. Um, a lot of plays. Uh, I don't have that many, but I do have a parlay. And I think you do too, Shafe. You said it was a money line parlay week. Yep, I, I got I got one for you. Um, Love it. I also, like, shout out to our friends at um, Stanford, Steve and the Bear. I know we give them a lot of shout outs. I was kind of on the fence. I was kind of like you. I'm like, I don't really have that many plays. But they really, like, pushed me. I had, like, a ton of leans, and they're just kind of pushing me over the edge. So I think yeah, I might I have didn't. A- I haven't finished listening to them, but I did reach out to Stanford Steve and I was like, Hey, what are the odds you guys sell t-shirts? Have you ever done that? Like, I really think you should do that. Cause I would oh, buy yeah, one of those t-shirts. Absolutely. I'm, I'm all in on a t-shirt. Like it looks sweet. Version of them or something. Yeah. Like their logo. Yeah. Well, yeah. But well, you used I don't to have that old one that popped up like, I don't know, like three months ago when somebody was cleaning their pile at their office, not to be named. Um, but that was, uh, that was a sick shirt. But it's a good show, and Bear Bear's having like an average year on College Game Day. That what is he like? Average, average is average is generous. He is. I'm sorry, he is brutal with his picks this year. He's worse than me. Like, well, that's Stanford Steve's been on a heater. Podcast. I think it was the last week. He was 13 and 14 or something like that from his three picks that he gives on College Game Day. And mm-hmm. I remember last week he took Washington State plus 14, so that's a push. And then I can't remember the other two that he had, um, but. Let's dive into last week. What did we think? What are our takeaways from college football in general, not just betting-wise from last week? JP, lead us off. Uh, I learned that winning titles is not the most important thing. I learned that, you know, from a guy Schaefer knows and loves and dear to his heart. It's, you know, it's not about – that wasn't our goal. We're, we're here to have fun. Are you, are you being a jackass? <laughs> God, you're a loser. Why don't you guys go all out for another pig trophy? Why don't you? I, yeah. You know, wait, I would wait, love wait, another picture. What do you what do you what do you want him what do you want him to say? I don't understand. That our goal I, I was, was to win the Big Twelve? His version I loved his answer. And it, it he was completely right. He never said in the beginning of the season that the Big Twelve title or the college football playoff was his goal. Do you his believe goal that? Obviously, at the end of the year, they the best version <laughs> of themselves is I, I wanted to here's what I thought. I wanted a follow-up question of somebody asking define the best version of this team then of themselves at the end of the year. That's what I want. This. Clearly. And that's why that's a tough question. I think you need to ask him, especially when he gives the answers that he does. If you ever listen to Matt Campbell um, interviews or uh, press conferences, he's very repetitive of his answers uh, week after week. And I didn't hear about this, but it sounds like a very Mike Riley ish answer to me. So, so what happened was oh, uh, NIU has the ball. Buffalo did not score. They fumbled. I saw on that. They goal. fumbled on the. That was that was big. Um, <laughs> so what what had happened is just his weekly press conference or whatever, and I believe it was Jared Stansberry, one of the beat writers for Cycle Fanatic, um, asked him. You said at the beginning of the year the Big Twelve title was your end goal. Now that that's out of reach, what do you think about that? And he cuts him off right away and goes, "I never said the Big Twelve title was our end goal." I said that I wanted to be at the end of the year is to get something along the lines. I want this team to be the best version of themselves. He said, players might have other aspirations and goals, but I want this team to be the best versions of themselves. So, and then, so he took the personal approach rather than taking the 
I guess what would the other side be? The personal approach you, being, I want these you, what, kids to be the best they can be yeah, rather than going well, in. And, and like, that's a perfect answer. Same, what, what do you want him to say? Like he's avoiding. Yeah, we we failed. It. We failed as a season. Like, and as we have two giant games left, we still have an opportunity to win out and have a school record for ties for most wins of the season. So, like, there's stuff on the line to play for. And I think eight. For, eight? Didn't you win nine, eight last year? Nine. Two wins and then a bowl game win would be okay. nine. Oh, outside the bowl game, I thought you were saying regular season. No, no. No, you got to win, win nine. Okay. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like your your opinion might be a little biased of liking that answer because I'm pretty sure if, like, Campbell took a shit on your chest, you would think it was a perfect turd. No. But I just Dude, don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I am – believe me, I am – as critical as anybody is, and, and these losses have, have proven it, and I just – I'm not like most people who like to take it to Twitter. I, I keep it very to myself, and there's a select group of people who I respect as Iowa State fans that I share my opinions with. Was Colin uh, on that list? Uh, <laughs> uh, Colin gets, gets <laughs> minimal answers. If you're – he's not even listening to this. I know he won't. He gets, he gets a little bit of what I'm feeling, but there are other guys that just – it doesn't matter. Colin is but, our good roommate from last year. Big Iowa State fan. Loves Hilton. Um, so that's just a little background on who Colin might be for anybody listening who's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> but I love that answer. Okay. No, I think it's fair. I mean, I don't think it's – I don't know. I just there, – there's never a winning situation when a coach has a mic in front of their face. And, it, and that's the thing. You're not going to get Campbell to get in – out of character answer out of him it's just never gonna happen he didn't need to be out of character i just i just think he should have been like yeah our goal was to be in the big 12 title but there are other things we can achieve within this and then he could have gone the personal route i I don't think i understand what he was trying to do i'm just saying it just feels like he avoided it in like such a such a just t-bone way like didn't didn't take it head on just kind of tried to get around it but couldn't quite get around it you know yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And there's, yeah, last week really, really stung. And obviously just losing to that team is, I mean, the three losses we had had before, there was different ways you could analyze it. There's just yeah, zero excuse for what happened last week. But it is what it is. Later point, to, yeah. Honestly, I mean, it, it all rides on this week. Like you could turn around every narrative that's out there right now, but Iowa State with this week. But we'll get into that. I, I was Dude, you know who's week. on an absolute heater? In the like, now that we were talking about in the it, betting world, yeah, who Josh Pate with his ramen noodle stuff, the Mac. I think he's like eight no in the last three weeks in the Mac. I'm one no tonight in the it's Mac. Heater. I'm also on holy moly. Subtle, okay. subtle uh, shout out, shout out to Josh Pate. We're gonna have him on at some point. Um, and it's been I, very hard to get him on. He's booked up a ton. We've been in contact with him. So yeah, we're not just uh, like saying on. it to say it. I'll probably see. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably get him on. Uh, probably try and get him on after the college football season when it dies down. Talk about a little recruiting, a little preview of next year. Um, NIU minus one and a half lock skis to start the week. So let's go college football. Schaefer, did you have anything early this week that you already hit on? Uh, I'm undefeated in college basketball so far. I got that going for me. I go. continually I, go I one and one. <laughs> I told you guys I just needed to change sports. Yeah. <laughs> you need to, God, I got some NBA tips ass. coming up from you. When college football is over, I'll dive back into my NBA expertise, <laughs> and then we'll start rolling this shit, okay? Saints <laughs> Harden over. Joe Harris over. That's all, you need. That's all you need in your life right there, Jake. 
So mark those down. Okay, let's go to uh, college football. Um, Let's go personal recaps. I had a bye. Um, And I think Schaefer pretty much already wrapped his up of what Iowa State happened. JP, did you guys have a bye week? God, no. We played Minnesota. It was a battle to the death. The battle for the Browns. I mean, I've never been, like – super negative i call things out when i see them and i like voice my opinion i'm like the opposite of Schaefer. i like to get in not involved in the twitter world but i like to say kind of what i'm feeling and see what other people are saying um mostly because i feel like i have a different perspective than most fans i'm not irrational i'm not stupid like i don't think i'm irrational or stupid when i'm talking about things um but that that game, man. I mean, I that defense got shredded up on the ground more than I've ever seen. It was tough to watch. The offense did enough. I mean, they don't. They still don't look great, but they're putting up points. And it was like, okay, it had a little life to it, and there's still a lot to be done. Don't get me wrong. Simply when you have the opportunity to put a team away and just, I mean, put them on the ground, stomp them out, end it right there. And you decide to take two knees and then run to the middle of the field, whether you're trying to get to the middle of the field for an easier field goal or you were trying to run and it was blown up that fast. That to me is just plain not to lose. And it feels like that's been the story of the entire year. You had the opportunity after holding Minnesota inside the five to put the ball in the end zone, go up nine and just kiss it goodbye and the game's over. But that's not what they did. They played soft. I was very upset about that. I honestly, I, after the game, I was still very pissed off. Like, we won, and it was huge. I was very upset about that. Like, it well, made that, me very mad. I say that stuff. It was the second time you. we've done that this year. Yeah, and it'll bite you in the butt if you run into somebody. It's going really it, to – it will you – know? it about lost us that game. Yeah. Minnesota got the ball back after we kicked the field goal and got inside the 40 or the 45. Like, there was a chance for them to win that game, and there never should have been. It was pathetic. <clears> and it was very frustrating. So – it's they're not actually not that bad. They're honestly. not a bad team. If like they played back, decent defense. Think back to week one when they played Ohio State. How much yeah. they were in that game until Ibrahim got hurt. But yeah, uh, they're not a bad team. I just it was very frustrating to see that happen for the second time this year, and it was also frustrating to kind of watch the Twitter Twitterverse, which is don't get yourself wrapped up in the Twitterverse. It can rot you from the inside that's out a, so that's another side note god twitter's i i love twitter but it's on there. just just brutal it's, just it's always the saturdays have especially like, just yeah. brutal tweets i try to just like when i'm tweeting about the college football world and stuff just like um things i see or like cool things that are happening i don't like get into like stuff unless it's iowa obviously with just because I don't, I don't care to get into like the big controversy stuff. Like I'll say something if I see it. Um, but in all honesty, it was like, there are people out there and it's always the people with like 15 or 40 followers and like follow 120. And they're all the same, like BS fan accounts that are just annoying as hell and just negative, negative. And like they know everything and you can tell they don't know a freaking lick about anything. It's just, it's pretty uh, rotten space at times. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh yeah. Twitter's a bad Twitter's a bad yeah. app when it comes to people classifying their information above everybody else's when they actually have minimal knowledge about what they're talking about. Um, that's why pictures only, like Instagram, that's much better. Much better. That's why it's a much more <laughs> popular app. Less words. Um, okay. 
Let's go to team previews for the week. Um, I'll start it just to be quick. I have no idea. I think the line stinks. I think 10 is a weird, weird number because um, Nebraska is coming off a bye. Scott Frost has never won coming off a bye week, so I'm not entirely hopeful for a win. Um, I just hope we keep it close. Um, a couple announcements this week. JoJo Doman opting out. That sucks. Um, but it just comes to limiting – it really comes down to limiting Braylon Allen. It really does because we got gashed a little bit by Purdue a few weeks ago, and if we start this game by getting gashed like we did against Purdue, we're going to get beat by four or five scores. So as long as we limit that, it'll be a decently close game, I'm hoping, and you just got to hope for the best, man. You're not going bowling. You're just – you're trying to build off of it, and uh, it is what it is at this point. So, Jake. Yeah, and I mean, as you guys know, I, I am making the trip down. Uh, it'll be kind of cool. I hope to see Big Noon kick off. That's something I haven't I haven't seen before. I've seen college game day, and but I've never seen Big Noon kick off, and it always seems like a cool presentation. So that kind of side of it will be cool to just go down there. Um, they they it's just a matter of between both of these teams, who who's got more character? I think because both teams took kind of season ending losses. I, Iowa State was still playing for Big Twelve title, and in Oklahoma is usually. I mean, they play for Big 12 titles, but you know, they, the back of their mind, they were playing for a college football playoff, and that's what they were trying to get, and that loss set them back. So it's going to be a matter of who, who still wants their season alive and who's still playing for each other. Uh, and, and for me, it's going to be my last game in person watching the most successful senior class in Iowa State history. I'm done bitching about this season. I'm just going to enjoy the last three games. And then it kind of shook me when I didn't even think about it, and somebody kind of made this point this could really be two of last uh two last games for Brees Hall because I didn't even think about it he very much could opt out of our bowl game wherever we play at now because it more than likely will be just an average bowl game so yeah I'm just gonna take take it not gonna take it for granted and just kind of enjoy the last two games I think obviously we've had great bounce back wins after these brutal losses this year and we've kind of had Oklahoma's number in the past couple of years. So won't surprise me either way. Won't surprise me if we roll over and get fucking killed and it won't surprise me at all if we go in and win. So that doesn't really looking at this game. Like as this season, like in your head, is this a disappointment from the expectations? Like you mean like the season as a whole? Yeah. Oh, abs- absolutely. You would be lying to yourself. If, if uh, y- you didn't say that somebody made a great point too. And they're like, you can appreciate what this senior class has done and the success it's brought to Iowa State, but you can also be disappointed about this season. And the difference between this year and last year's team, there isn't really much. The difference is, is winning these one-possession games. We won all of the one-possession games last year, and we've lost all the one-possession games this year besides that Oklahoma State game at home. So that's just the detail in, of college football. Just one season, you can have the same exact team, uh, and if you play the same exact way and you keep yourself in these one-score games, if you don't, you know, take care of the little details, that's what happens. You go from a New Year's Six Bowl win one year, and you can take it to a pretty mediocre team the next year. So, Right. No, no, no. I, I agree wholeheartedly because I remember looking back now and now, well, Iowa State, like I was, I was even high on them. Like I was hopeful that they would be in the playoff contention just because I wanted somebody different. I was t- I'm tired of the same four. I'm excited for them to expand it out if they ever do that. But just coming into it, they like the amount of stars they returned and what they did last year, especially to Oregon to end the season. You had all those yep. people coming back. I mean, it's got to look like a disappointment. But 
shit, you could still have I, – I would take going bowling. I would take that at this point. No, absolutely. And I think this Iowa State team is very capable. I, like I texted you guys, on the road, we're, we're capable of losing the UConn. But I think if we play <laughs> – we are. Seriously, we're brutal on the road. UNLV. But, but there, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there are days, and there have been the games quarter. this year where we can beat anybody. There are truly – we can beat anybody, and we've shown it. And even that Oregon team last year, it's basically the same team because Panay Sewell didn't play, and it was Thibodeau, and it was Anthony Brown, and we fucking rolled them. And look at them now. So we're capable of winning every game or beating any team, and we're very capable of losing to damn near any team, I guess. So Absolutely. Okay, up to JP. Round it out. Yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet. We should pound this team. Will we? I don't know. We should, I mean, there's no reason Illinois should be in the same building as us. So, <laughs> well, we, it depends we on Illinois team. We've seen racing. Illinois two different versions of Illinois this year. That's fine. Yeah, yeah I, I find their best win we beat as well. So we should absolutely pound these <laughs> Brett Bielema fuckers. <laughs> like it, it should be line, JP. JP, that line of twelve. That that the only thing that scared me away from it um, was Northwestern. Like if you guys yeah. were just we'll just let them back in. Yeah, that's yeah. that's our back doors. Like, I think we be- give up backdoor covers more than anybody in the country, it feels like. But, no. yeah, you should pound this team. There's no reason. Brett Beal was going to understand how to play Iowa. Everybody knows how to play Iowa. We run the same place for four years. All right. <laughs> but there's still no reason. Four. No, 4D. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was going to say yeah, four. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. There's no reason they should be in the same building. I just think we should pound them. Uh, we'll see what happens, though. Okay. Love it. All right. Let's jump to picks. That time of the week. Um, we're going to have the week this week. That's my feeling. It's positive vibes only. Um, it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful week for our betting boards. JP loves the board. He told us about 11 times. Yeah, so nobody responded. Nobody I was kind of upset. No, I, I, dude, the board scares me lately. And it's like, I know God, the gambling God's just right behind me, sniffing me like nine and a half Clemson last yeah. play. <laughs> and I'm just going to eat one, but I, I feel good about my plays. I like, I do like the board. Um, but some of them scare the shit out of me. So let's go uh, me to lead it off, then to JP, then to Schaefer. We'll change up the order. I don't think I've ever gone first. All right, one, two, three, go. Okay, uh, I'm going to start it off with Penn State minus 17 at home against Rutgers. Rutgers has just fallen off the table and has become Rutgers again. Um, I thought Chiodano was was figuring shit out over there. He's not. That team is fucking bad. Um, Penn State, I think Dotson goes for two or three, has a big day. They don't defend the pass very well. This line is 17 and a half. I bought the half point back just to, just to make myself feel all nice, warm, and cozy. Um, so I got minus 17 at minus 120. JP. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to go with Boston College minus one and a half versus Florida State. Listen, Dracovic's back at quarterback for the Eagles. They're playing well. He's getting back in rhythm, everything. They've won a couple games. Florida State won an emotional game last week. That's going to take a lot out of them. Like, had Miami come into the house, they had that big win. I think this is a little bit of a letdown spot. I think Boston College is on the rise to where we thought they'd be, if we're being honest, the entire year um, before, you know, Phil went down. So I just think this is a big opportunity for Boston College to do that. Florida State has issues defending the pass game, and Boston College is third in the country, or excuse me, is um, very good at passing, especially with Dracovic in the game. And what I was trying to say there is Florida State can't throw the ball very well. They're very one-dimensional on the ground. And Boston College is only giving up, you know, less than 160 through the air. So I think if they're going to make Florida State very one-dimensional and have an opportunity to win this game and one and a half or, 
if it gets down to a pick or up to two, I mean, I like it up to three. So um, whatever that line's at. Good play. Down to Shafe. Okay, I'm going to start off with a noon game. I believe it's a noon. Uh, give me our soldiers. Give me West Point of Army. Oh, uh, you're doing it with me. Here we go. Oh, I, you, I, ha- you have it? 37? I, I, had, I needed somebody to tell me to do it because last time I took a number like this, I got back door. Oh, which number. game was that? UConn early. Oh, I'll say they're, they're, we're not shying away from this team. Army is, you know, people usually are scared to pick big numbers with Army, but they have proven many times this year that they can put up points. Um, and this is a UMass team that's really, really bad. Uh, they're one and nine overall, three and seven against oh, God, the spread. Awful bad, so bad. They so give bad. up 225 rush yards per game. That ranks them at 123rd in the country, I believe. Help me out, fellas. I think there's only 129 teams. Uh, 132, I thought. Yeah, 132. Okay, so they don't even crack the top <laughs> worst 10 teams of uh, rush uniforms, off, though. Rush defense. So this team's gonna run all over them. They play, sting, they play stingy defense, especially against bad teams like UMass. I look for Army to take care of business here. Love it. Okay, I'm going to jump to a night game. Um, going back to the SEC, give me Auburn on the road, minus seven. Um, South Carolina is awful. Florida is a bad football team, and they're not anything in the same league as Auburn. Bo Nix, I think he has a day. If I, I think I have based most of my opinion off of Auburn of what I saw when we were at Arkansas. Um, Time out. Puck camp, yeah. yeah. Um, Bo Nix is hurt. Man. Yeah, <laughs> he's out. <laughs> Done yeah. for the year. I knew that. We're going <laughs> to cut that back. <laughs> I'm going to take Auburn minus seven on the road because South Carolina is terrible. Uh-huh. Um, Florida is a really bad football team, so I don't think you can look at that loss um, like anything. That win for South Carolina, I should say, like anything too much. Um, I still think Auburn's a better team. They have better athletes. Um, all-time running back name coming out of Auburn. So give me the Tigers. Well, I was going to say, I, I have a lean for there. I don't know if I want to I, – I really do want to play it. I don't think Nick's being out really scares me. I think TJ Finley is very capable. And TJ Finley won him that Georgia Capable State. is a great word. Yeah, capable. he's very capable of going on the road and playing South Carolina. Not great, Carolina. not bad. Capable. Yeah, he, he won them that Georgia State game. And like you said, this is a South Carolina team that put up 40 points on Florida. Well, guess what? Guess you put 56 on fucking Florida last week. Got fucking Samford. So anybody could put up points on Florida. Doty and this South Carolina team, they're bad. And I, I, I'm a dumbass who had them in a parlay last week against Mizzou. <laughs> Mizzou's bad too. So they were just both awful teams going at it. But, yeah, Auburn has a great defense that's going to shut down this South Carolina defense or offense and get them really frustrated. So I like that pick. I'm, you might convince me, Parks. Love it. Love it. Hopefully it wasn't my insight where I said Bo Nix at the start. Um, I already <laughs> cut it so they didn't hear it. But um, yeah, I did say Bo Nix at the start. And then I had to correct myself when I saw GP calling a timeout on me. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's breaking, breaking news. I will go SMU plus 10 and a half versus Cincinnati. I love this play. I, I, I don't yep, know why I didn't yep, take it earlier. Yep, yep, I, I yep, do, but yep, I don't want yep. to. I love that play, JP. I love it. You, I'm, you, I'm you, said, uh, you, you said SMU, right, JP, not Cincinnati? Yeah, SMU. Okay, I'm thank not you, playing thank Cincinnati. Thank you, thank I'm you. Taking SMU. Thank you. Thank uh, you. This, to me, is prove to me you belong, right? Like, right now, Cincinnati, this is your last chance to prove me you belong. And as of now, like, truly, the answer is no. Like, you have not been no. impressed for the last couple of weeks. You haven't done anything that anybody's asked you to outside of um, early in the year beating Notre Dame on the road. Good win. I'm, not, I'm still not huge on Notre Dame. Either way, it's a good win, hard place to win. 
but right now you're not. And it's hard for me to believe that just out of a switch after three consecutive bad weeks and a chance to go four weeks in a whole four month consecutive without playing good football. Four consecutive yeah. bad weeks. Okay, so they've gone an entire month without Navy, playing Tulane, good football. Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, and last week against USF. Yeah. That's Don't worry. I'm, like, I'm, tri- I'm keeping track of this team. I got their and, number. And the deal is like I, 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 laid, I laid the points with them when they played Tulane, correct? We were those right after uh, they had their first hiccup against Navy and we're like, okay, get back in it. No, yep. and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to pay attention to what's going on. What's going on is they're 0-5 in their last five ATS. That's, that's what I wanted to say, and, and, and I don't know if you heard this point in the Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast today, JP, but Steve made a great point. I know gambling doesn't matter when it comes to actual football and picks, but that's the expectation. There's a line out for a reason, and when you can't cover that line, you're not meeting expectations of what people are – expecting you to perform at, especially against these bad teams these last five weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'm looking at it from an outside perspective, this defense that has been good, USF put up points on them yeah, last week. And, they're not that and, good. And Tanner Mordecai can put up points on anybody in the country. This SMU team is dangerous. And, it, and they don't play that great a defense, but like the SMU offense has been sputtery against bad defenses. And so it's just hard for me to believe that they are going to you know, all of a sudden start playing good football a month later and blow this team out. I just don't think they are. Like, SMU has a great chance to win this game. Like, yeah. they lost their game to Houston that we – I was on. Um, I really thought they'd win that. they lose it in a tough way. Here's their second shot. And they're probably thinking, like, right now we have a chance, you know, to prove a point. I'm 100% on that. Like, yeah, I just don't believe they blow them out. Cincinnati doesn't finish games well. Like, besides Indiana where they kind of pulled away – Notre Dame. They let Notre Dame back mm-hmm. in that game. They were in control that entire game, and then all of a sudden, it's it's tied. Look at Tulsa when they have all yeah. the eyes on them for one time. They have to put make a statement against a three and five team. Somehow, game day got there, and all of a sudden, they're on the one yard line, about to tie the game with fifteen seconds left. Ten and a half, way too many points. I think it's a great, it's an absolutely fantastic play, and I'm in on it. Sprinkle the money line. Yeah. yeah, and I was going to say for this defense that people love to defend, and I'm not taking that Notre Dame win away by any means because going into South Bend's tough. But that Notre Dame offense didn't have it figured out. And if you guys remember, they played three quarterbacks at that game, and the offensive line just looked beat up and hurt and horrible. Mordecai is a whole different beast of what the Cincinnati defense has seen all season long. And really, especially in these last five weeks, they haven't been. He might be season. the best quarterback they've seen. I oh yeah, he, he, might, he, he will is. be. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. There's no question about it. I don't think there's even. I don't even think it's even close. Really, certainly yeah, no, not. It's not. Certainly not. It's not Penix. <laughs> that's for sure. Indiana. That's the fall team of the year. We can go back. I had the worst take of all time talking about is this the fall of Penn State? Indiana was the biggest fluke of the year by a million. And, that and that's a horrible. And that's another example. They had to grind that game out and. We're all like, okay, take it easy on Indiana. They got a lot of season left. No, we're in week 12. That was brutal. They're fucking bad, and, they, and Cincinnati had to earn that win. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm a believer. I just – I get it. We want new faces in. I know, like you said, Parks, but I'm a big believer. You got to earn it. And if you, it, I don't care if it's the support same teams. If they earn it and they show that they're good, which some teams haven't by any means, but Cincinnati – has not earned it at all. And they got – this is – I mean, I don't know if what you guys think. This is their last shot. 
Really? Honestly, yeah, last man. year I stood up for them because they played at an entirely different level than what they're doing yep. this year. I will not stand up for Cincinnati this year when it comes to that discussion. I would much rather see a 9-1 Oklahoma that has proved themselves in games where they've been down and even played close games. <laughs> Ooh. How about the pokes? I was yeah, going to know that's 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 exactly what I that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, do you think Cincinnati watched Oklahoma State and they're like, so that's what we're supposed to do against teams? We're supposed to kick their ass. Or we're supposed to the, just dude. If you're asking me, Oklahoma State is Cincinnati in a Power Five level. Like they they play great defense. Oh, great defense! And they have they have a good de- offense. I wouldn't say it's a great offense. I say they have a great offense. back, and it, and it fits their system well. Jalen Warren's, back. Jalen Warren's an absolute stud. And Spencer Sanders has learned to be, you know, he, within himself. He's learned yep. to play but the position and be the guy. Cincinnati's a different story if after they beat Notre Dame and they beat Indiana, they come home and they beat I – can't, I can't remember who they beat, but they beat them like Navy. 52 to 7. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they right, beat like, every right week, there. then we're in a completely different discussion. I mean, and it's not even ever – I'm not expecting every week, but I get it because people I have bad it. games. People have bad games, but like – You get one. You well, get yeah, one you get one or two, but this has been five street wake weeks of just mediocrity and it's I, this team i'm gonna go out i would i mean i don't know if it's even going out on a limb at best i think this team wins nine games if they were in the big 12 this year depending on where they were playing at in the the situation of the schedule and whoever they had that i don't even yeah, know not to alarm them either but they play ecu the week after and you know ecu is going to be ready to just win that game like that it's a great ecu team if you put cincinnati in the big 12 right now like, they don't win games on the road at West no. Virginia. They don't win yep. games on the road at Texas Tech. Even if those teams, how average those two teams are, and West Virginia is probably a little bit better than average, um, they're not winning those games on the road. They're not. Yeah, you, it's not the you can sleep. Game. You can sleep for three quarters against Navy. You can't fucking sleep for three quarters against West Virginia right. or nope, that's Tech exactly. or whatever. And, mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Let's jump to the other side of that really quick before, I, before we jump to your pick, Schaefer. You're still up. Remember that. Um, you got to look at Texas. We didn't touch on it much, but Texas lost to Kansas. They lost. If, if, if you didn't see, yeah, <laughs> and you mean, live under a rock. If we're talking about teams switching conferences, if Texas plays like that, they're going to get beat by Vanderbilt by a lot. <laughs> I don't. Oh God, you know. Uh, yes, yeah. we, there's I mean, no it's argument. possible. It's possible, and and we can move into that because. I know I'm up, and we and we could talk about them. So I, I have West Virginia. Um, I have West Virginia minus two and a half. Yes, minus the two and a half, the three, whatever I get tomorrow when I put this in. Unanimous. Um, and and I don't know. People are still on Texas, and I don't get it. That's have you awesome. not been watching them? They have given up the the second half of that Iowa State game. This team put up the white flag, and they have given up. And you think Bijan Robinson is actually has a season-ending injury? You're full of shit. He's opted out. He doesn't want to play anymore. We've seen the drama. I mean, it's week after week. And Sark is just – he's so overrated as a coach. It's so, it's so obvious. And there are so many – and Lance Leopold just absolutely exposed him this weekend. And it was great to see. Texas is an absolute mess. Yeah, Did you and the, see the kid that, that caught the game winner, the two-point yeah. conversion? Did you see that was his first catch in college football? He's a walk-on, yeah. yeah. Walk-on, off scholarship, <laughs> never caught a ball in a college football game, beats Texas in Austin. Yeah. Incredible. Matthew Texas has a transfer portal. Texas has a star power problem. They don't have Bijan anymore. They just lost to Texas. They had already started playing, you know, 
way below their potential and kind of quitting. I like Schaefer was saying, and it's hard to find toughness in that program right now. And now you have to go to Morgantown, who's feeling pretty good about themselves and have already been a good team there. It just doesn't add up. Texas owned five in the last five ATS too. Like it just does not add up for them to go in there and give a shit. No, the only reason the line's two and a half is because it's Texas. Because it's a brand name. And West Virginia, they win this game. And they have Kansas. They just need to win these two, and they're bowl eligible. So they still have a ton left to play for. And you know that team is going to get up for Neil Brown. And they, I, everybody wants Texas. So, and you know Morgantown's going to play. They won't pack it when a ranked Iowa State team comes to town. But I feel like they're going to show up if Texas comes to town because just everybody hates Texas. But okay, jumping to the next pick because West Virginia minus two and a half. That's a play. It's a unanimous play, and it will probably be in what we're going to talk about. What we're going to do for play of the week later. Um, okay, I have one more play, and it's a five-way parlay, and then we can. I'll just add in on everybody. <laughs> Wait, is it plus one twenty? Give you mine. It is a five-way parlay, and it is plus three seventy-nine. That's good. Good odds. Hey, fuck you. Mine has decent odds today. I have Oklahoma State minus four hundred money line at Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech used every bit of juice they had last week, and I think Oklahoma State's defense is going to be too much. Um, I have UTEP minus 375 on the money line at home against Rice. Rice is horrible, and I'll always bet against Luke McCaffrey. Fuck that guy and Kristen. Um, UTSA minus 205 at home against UAB. This one's the scary one for me because UAB is a pretty good football team, but I think UAB at home keeps it going. Um, And UTSA had a scare last weekend. I don't think they get scared twice. Like right. they had a real scare loss. That's my thought. That was my thought process looking through. And the stats just don't line up. UTSA is just a better football team. And then being at home makes me feel twice as good about it. Purdue minus 450 on the road at Northwestern. Purdue's a good football team. People forget that. They still put up 31 points last week. They got blown out. Their defense kind of got exposed by Ohio State. But they still did put up 31 points. Northwestern's defense is awful. So I think there's a good chance this week that Purdue puts up 45. West Virginia minus 150. We already touched on that. That's the five ways. It's plus 379, and I like it a lot. Okay, JP. All right, I have a play here. I'm going to take East Carolina minus four versus Navy. I have played East Carolina before. They've been play of the week, been very good for me and the play of the week this year. Um, ECU is 6-0 and uh, in their last, I think, six ATS. Um, 4-0 ATS on the road, too. That's a big one because this one is on the road, not that Navy's a hostile environment or anything, but you're playing a service academy. They're, you know, they're going to be excited to be there like, and cheer for their teams and things like that. So it is a big one for me. ECU has been very balanced. Like You usually think of them as that air raid, you know, get the ball out of your hands, like let's move the ball down the field, vertical passing game. They've been very balanced this year, though, so I do like that. Um, Navy hasn't had the year they wanted to. They've not – like they still run the ball well. They just haven't played very good defense. They haven't been as the Navy that you're used to seeing the last 10 years, I'd say. Um, but I think four is a good number. I, I, I'm okay with four. Like I just think they're a better team. I think ECU is very happy to be in this spot. And I don't think they're going to look ahead because they know that this is still not, not a, like a look ahead or a gimme, but like you got to show up to beat a service academy. And so I like ECU minus four. Good point. I was going to say, uh, going off service academies, you know what kind of went under the radar and it's kind of unfortunate is that that Army-Navy game, you know, that one that weekend, you know, when everything's kind of said and done, it's kind of unfortunate that Army-Air Force didn't get the recognition it got 
and it did for me that's i i I understand that got from you jordan but like everybody else like that army navy game is not going to be very good navy's a navy's a bad football team and that army navy or army air force game went to overtime and those are two really good teams under still hit under still hit yep the under did still hit what do we think about the under in iowa this weekend 37 and a half are you fucking me is that actually what it is yeah it's been in the 30s the last three weeks it's 37 and a half have they hit have all the unders hit oh yeah last Uh, week everything but one oh i I don't know i don't know yeah (laughs) i I don't even know (laughs) it's low but that's that's very low yeah well what what do you i think the northwestern jp wasn't it not 34 what do you mean what's the 34 the over under against northwest 36 Oh, yeah. So the question is, does Iowa get to 24 points? They should. I would hope so. Because if they can get to 24 points, then then maybe. Then maybe it's an over. I mean, yeah. At home, I would hope they get to 24 points against Illinois. I'll say that. They should pound that team. What are you laughing at? Should absolutely. He's snickering. I just think it. I just think it's funny. JP has not said that all year. He's just like, we should just pound this team. <laughs> and you know, I we should. I'm not saying they. I'm not team. saying they won't because they're very capable of doing it. But just, I just don't see how an Iowa offense pounds a team right now. Who do you think starts at quarterback? Padilla will. Uh, Petrus is supposedly playing um, a little more snaps in practice, but they're all been with the twos. So Padilla will probably play Saturday. Which is good. I I don't think it's as much of a quarterback problem as it like it is, but it it wasn't like the entire reason. Like I would say, if you're blaming things, you go fifteen percent offensive coordinator, and then you give about forty. I don't really want to do the math here. There's just three things to blame. So offensive line was the big one. The OC and the quarterback play. I would say you're only giving Ferentz large majority of that fifteen percent. Yeah, because I think it was worse to start the year and the offense line got worse and worse and worse. And therefore, if the offense line is better, it doesn't matter what you're calling. So um, if the offensive line, it's young, I understand that. It's going to be a great offensive line the next three years if they can just block and we were able to run the football and we have the vertical passing game like we had last week. This team should put that other team, like the Illinois should be put to night-night. Like it should be quick. <laughs> okay. There's the, uh, there's the thought Daddy on the Jordan under 30 <laughs> okay, okay let's go to the next play who's got one Schaefer parlay Wait, it should be Schaefer I don't have my parlay yet I got some more plays still sorry okay um I was gonna say I'm going to take I think this is another noon game I'm gonna go Wake Forest at Clemson uh give me Wake minus four Clemson is two and eight just, against the oh, spread and I this. I I you know it's fine and I've definitely said that before where I'm like I'm not gonna get scared and then just get my ass killed but especially with road teams, but it's, it's fine. I'm not going to back down. Clemson has not been impressive to me at all. I think that Venables is going to have a tough day against this, this Wake Forest de- uh, uh, offense. I know that he's a very good defensive coordinator. This is still a good defense for Clemson, but, man, this, this Wake Forest team can spread it out, and I think they can get to 30 points still. I don't think that's the problem. And offensively, I know how bad – Wake is on defense, but man, that offense just still doesn't look good. And and they've been switching quarterbacks because of injury and then benching and just all different sorts of things. And 
Clemson ranks 100th in passing yards per game. They just, they just don't have an answer, and they're starting to run the ball a little bit, but I think that Wake Forest's defense is kind of going to be relieved. They're going to be, like, taking a breath and be like, oh, finally, a shitty offense we get to play this week, and then the offense can kind of take care of itself. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a tough spot, I, but... When you came to me and you, like, when you came in the group chat and you were like, I love Wake this weekend, dude, that line scares the fuck out of me. I don't yeah, know why. It, it does a lot of people. It does a lot of people. And, and if Wake covers easy, people are going to be like, why was I not scared? Clemson's terrible. But at the same time, Clemson covers. And they'll be like, knew it. That line stunk. I'm just on the side of I've watched both these teams this year. Clemson or Wake has a ton to play for. In, in, in some weird little scenario, they still could get to the college football playoff if a bunch of shit happens. So they should just be motivated as ever. Do you um, think Clemson – is only a four-point favorite because it's in Clemson. Like, what do we what do we think the line is if it's at Wake Forest? Probably a pick'em. Yeah, I think it might Clemson be a three-point favorite in Wake Forest because last week Wake Forest was a two-point favorite at home against NC State, which is a clearly better team than Clemson. Even though NC State's not like all that in the bad. And NC State's beating them. Yeah, and that's and that's like I said that Wake Wake shouldn't be as scared of. Clemson's defense look at NC State's defense they put a ton of points up on them yeah so, I think the only way Wake Forest covers this game is if their defense can get a stop here and there like even though Clemson's offense is bad dude Wake Forest's defense is that bad I know <laughs> but I think I think Wake Forest's offense is fast enough to where they can give me a backdoor as well you know if they're down 11 or however it may be I think they can go down the score and try to get an onside or you know what I mean yeah, nope, that's that we, we could use those. I always like a good back door if I'm on the winning side of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> JP's no a shit. huge fan of the back door. Ask his girlfriend. JP, you're up. Next pick. Tough. That's wow. tough. <laughs> wow. All right. That's tough. You've got to be a pod <laughs> in, but it would have been funny if she heard this that. Is a, this is a family podcast. No, I, I got I, – this is the first day I've used them just because, I don't know, I felt the need to have headphones today. Yeah, I feel like I need to as well, but I'm going to rock it because I've already been rocking it. Now give us a pick. All right, let's go. Um, oh, where'd it go? Sorry, I got a little sidetracked on my notes map here. Here's the deal. Um, I'm going to use this, and I'll play this two different ways, and here's why. It, it'll be in something else here. Um, Minnesota minus seven or seven and a half now in places. I don't think it really matters. Um, Indiana's offense has struggled the entire year. They're on their third quarterback. He has problems. They've Use their like they've used multitude of quarterbacks this year from injury than not performing. Um, they're not good. They, they're not good. Talk about a team that they just got pounded by Rutgers. Um, the Gophers have been running the football really well. They did it last week. They ran it on good defenses. They've been that they've shown the ability to score on good defenses and bad defenses. I think they feel like they should have won that game last weekend, um, and they'll capitalize on that. I think I'm not a big PJ Flett guy. I just I don't know. Certain things about maybe it's that he's at Minnesota. Not a big PJ really like Fleck guy might be the understatement of the century for you. Yeah, I just well, I'm not a PJ Fleck guy, but I think he can get this team moving. Like I think he can get this team in the right direction after last week. They run for over 200 yards a game. It's, it's like it's been ridiculous. Like they're just going to run the football up and down on this Indiana team. They play good defense. Indiana's not going to be able to move the football. I will take this seven and a half. I'd play this up to eight, eight and a half. Um, which is a terrible football number. I'll take seven and a half as well. Um, yep. But that play will be in there later as well as I have something. Um, but I have one more after that, Shafe, if you're – I would say just that's a lean rocking. for me as well. I, 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 like, I like that pick. I was going to say, look at look – at, they've had horrible losses this year. 
you know, Illinois and Bowling Green, but look at the way they've responded after those losses. I, I like that pick a lot. So mm -hmm. also I have a lean that I would like to mention army and um, the shit pile Minutemen over 56. Cause I feel like army can put up 56. The army might put up 63. Fair. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, it's a hundred percent true. Here okay. <laughs> Is are we leaning? Yes. Then on that. I would lean yes, but I I would rather play Army in the spread before. I'm I not think. a big I'm not a big over under so yeah. much. My I'm biggest big fear big. is Army to just like ground and pound and win like thirty five to nothing. Mm -hmm. Like that's possible. my fear with that game. It's a hundred percent possible. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, <laughs> but it's a terrifying line. Okay, down to Schaefer. Okay, this is my last play. Um, I mean, it's more likely going to be play. I don't think I'm leaning it. And this is like what I was talking about with Steve and the Bear. This is the one that they really convinced me. I'm going to take UCLA minus three against USC. I just don't see a scenario where this USC team should even be a field goal underdog against UCLA. UCLA is clearly the better team. And obviously right now they have the better coaching staff. And I think they're just going to take care of business in this, this beautiful rivalry. I guess I don't know. If beautiful, beautiful rivalry. It literally, fuck off with that. Like, well, well I mean, it is a, it is a, it is a traditional, it is a traditional rivalry, and I'm going to give the respect it, it deserves. I, I so know that civil conflict. There's going to be eight thousand people there. <laughs> that's and that's fine. Um, but yeah, I Just think trash can of a DTR and this this offense is going to get rolling. And I I don't think even if Drake London's a hundred percent. For USC, I don't think that's didn't you know, he break it, his ankle? I don't Isn't know. I, the, I thought it was a broken ankle. Oh, I mean, I well, I thought he could maybe it, maybe I don't it know. I thought it didn't look man. good. Modern technology, it did, you never know. It did look. It didn't look good. That's all I'm gonna say. I thought it was like a shattered ankle, but, but huh. maybe it wasn't. It looked well. Nasty if he's not playing, that's that's even better. I I love my chances a lot more. So I don't know what they would credit this USC offense if he is yeah, not playing. He broke his ankle. I haven't watched he the Pac-12 enough to know anything about that. Like oh, fucking terrible conference. It is so bad. And I've watched. I don't think I've watched UCLA since week one. I'll watch. I'll watch Oregon Utah this weekend. I think that line's right where it should be. I could care if if. The Pac-12 is ever going to do what it always does and shoot itself over the foot late in the year. Utah will blow them out. Like that's how it always is. Like it's always whoever they have in the driver's seat always pisses down the lake. So yep, yep. And I don't, I don't even want to bet it. I'll watch it. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, okay, something like that. JP, give us another play. Uh, I have two more plays, but only one has a line at the moment. Um, and what? I'll explain that here. Uh, yeah, I'll explain it. Um, Nebraska, I'm, I'm going to play Nebraska. And I said this Sunday, and I said, call me crazy, but here I am. Like, I, I just think this is too many points in this situation. I get that they're going to Madison, but they also went to East Lansing and played Michigan State tough. They played Michigan tough early in the year. They played Oklahoma tough. They're going to play Wisconsin tough, too. Now, I know Ohio State's played better. Yeah, they've played better football. Like, Wisconsin's played better football. They have also have not played very good teams. They caught Iowa playing the worst football they're in the last decade, and they have just beat up on teams, and that's what they should do. But you're not going to be able to run around and just do whatever you want on this Nebraska defense who's been very good about limiting big plays. They've also been very good against the run. So I do think that there's an opportunity for Nebraska to keep this close, low scoring, and – I don't think they've quit on the year. I think they're still trying to win football games and grind things out because there's so many big games on their schedule. And so 
I would I would take the nine and a half. Like, I just I, I don't I hate both these schools, but I just I just I think Nebraska can. I don't know if they'll win the game, but they're not going to get blown out. I just don't see it in that situation. Now Wisconsin's got a good defense. Don't get me wrong, but I think Nebraska's good defense against a you know not very good Wisconsin offense is, evens that whole thing out. So. Um, and even if Nebraska's in that game late and makes a mistake late and they end up losing, like you're still within the number. So that's kind of how I see this thing. Um, you mean if Nebraska is going to, yeah, if yeah. Nebraska does what Nebraska does and Mertz, whatever, man, like, we'll see what you can do. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, man. That's exactly what <laughs> Mertz is. What Graham Mertz is going to show up. And that's the only scary part. The only scary part for me off the field by week after you make all those coaching changes, I'll be interested to see how the team comes out. I hope they come out. I think fire. they'll be fine. I, I think they'll I be hope they come out with like an extra fire. So I don't think it's going to work against your favor. I don't think they're going to be like, Oh, like, I don't think it'll be a sad thing. I think it'll be, if not, they'll come out the same, if not with more fire. So I think they'd be in a worse spot if frost had gotten fired instead of what happened. Yeah, no. And I'm by the way, they did what they did. They did it right. Have you seen Mel Tucker getting 10 years, $95 million for one year of playing good football? <laughs> that's pretty – it's pretty insane. What are we doing? Yeah, are, that's... Like, are they, I think they're that desperate to keep him. Like, I think that was like they yeah. knew he oh, might shit, leave, dude. and so they're like, like pay him. You're, you're talking about a front office that had D'Antonio for all those years. And how's good – making $9.5 million a year. That's triple what Ferentz makes. Yeah, he's the, he's the highest paid coach per year now. He makes like half a oh. half a million more than Saban now. Ferentz also started at Iowa back when money was less mm-hmm. valued. True. I think uh, <laughs> gas was 25 cents to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> you could get a McDonald's hamburger for 10 cents. <laughs> they actually they sold tickets to Iowa State games and McDonald's <laughs> Happy Meals back then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we got all the Schaefer, Give me another play. We got all the jokes. Uh, no, I think I'm. It's parlay time. I I don't think I have any more okay, plays. Well, I'm I'm gonna play a game. I'll explain what I was saying. Montana versus Montana State. This is where college game day should be. Oh, FCS geez. lines don't come out till Saturday morning or Friday. So what night. the fuck are you gonna play? I I'm leaning Montana State here, and Montana State mostly because it is uh, or Montana's had quarterback issues with injury. Um, not sure if their starter will play quite yet. As you can see, I'm. First My knowledge base on the FCS is not crazy as I've been so locked into the FBS, but what if this is going to be a really good what if game? It's a shitty line. I you play see, it anyway, dude. If it's going to be close, like Montana State's owned this rivalry lately, um, but it's it'll just be so fun to watch, and so I feel like I want to have a little bread on it. Uh, I think it's like a one or two o'clock kickoff. Like I'm all in for that. This is where college game day should be. It's a joke that they're not it's a top ten matchup within. The FCS and the Saints Conference, the Big Sky. They're in Columbus, Ohio, as if they've never been there before. For Michigan, Jesus Christ. Yeah. They go to the same basic shit every year. I don't know how they did that. Like, they're not going to be there next week for Michigan State, Michigan and Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, like, think about it. It's it's in the big house next week, though. I know, but still, you can't, like, that's going to be big noon now. I was going to say, well, did they go to Cincinnati this year? Yeah. Yeah. Remember they, they like Cincinnati and Iowa state were like the two, the only two places they really like were unique about like they go, they just, they do the same shit every week. Like, they went to the Grove. They hadn't been there in like 10 years or so. It'd been a long time since they went down to Ole Miss. I, yeah. yeah. College game day. 
I don't know. I feel like it's it's not dying because I still love it. Like I look forward to waking up and just turning on. I do. It fizzles it's, on me when the year getting, goes. Though, it's getting like, bad. It gets, it's getting when bad. The year goes. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be the they guy to say it. Bullock off the show. Do they need to? Do they need to let uh, uh, Jesus Corso retire? Do Dude, they need I to let, let him retire, let him retire what he wants to? Five percent chance Lee Corso dies on the set, and I am dreading it. But like it's it's just bad. He has no input and he knows nothing. He like he I knows so nothing. Bad. He doesn't not know anything. He simply like is forever. just having issues. Like he's just getting older, man. Like, he's just, just really just old. He can't keep he can't remember anything. He doesn't know anything. Yep, that's exactly what's happening. And it's actually sad to watch this. It is sad. No, I'm not saying it's not sad. I'm just saying, like, I mean, at what point does he just become a liability to the show? He was dude. Remember last year when during the, like the COVID season when they'd have him at home and he'd like have all the mascots there at his pool at his house and shit. Mm-hmm. He probably just yep. needs to stay there. They can bring him on for like five minutes or something. I, w- I was going to say too. Um, do you think I think Brad Nessler was a much better host than Reese Davis? Not a huge Reese Davis guy. I just I don't or not Brad Nessler. Jesus, uh, who is it? The tennis guy, isn't it? Uh, Brent Musburger? No, Chris Fowler. Fowler, thank you, thank you. Yes, Chris Fowler. I don't know. I like I like both of them. I like them both too. I I I like Joel Klatt. I think he, he, he's, he's, he's working for the other company. I know he's Fox, but like I enjoy listening to him and Gus Johnson's calls, and I like Herbie too. Like Big I, the best presentation that college football does. It's the best crew. It's the best camera angles. Like they kill that. It's full of USC that's, homers. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I need to. I definitely need to go down to campus or wherever they're going to have it at this weekend and take a look because it's going to be Big News. He does it in the stadium though. That's the problem. Uh no, they did it. They did it on in Iowa City on campus, didn't they? Yeah, they did it at the Pentecost. Not that you I was going to say is, they've, like they've, done, the they've definitely campus. done it on campuses. Four? Bro, they've done it in stadium like the last three weeks. Also, their crew, like their big noon Saturday crew, is brutal. Yeah, it's, it's not, it is the preview is bad. Is not good. It's the presentation of the actual game is good, but like. Who is, who's on that? Is it Matt Liner, Brady Quinn? It's, it's, it's the entire Notre Dame-USC Bush push game. Yeah. It's Quinn, Liner, uh, Clowns. Quinn, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Stoops. Stoops is a clown. Yes, he is. He is so Stoops is a fucking bad. clown, dude. He's whole, you just don't like him because he always talks about Iowa. No. Well, I that, that, he's that. just going to be. He's, he's going to be. Oklahoma. Boom and sooner. Boom and Yeah, sooner. he's going to be boom. <laughs> he's going to be booming and sooning the whole fucking night or the whole day. It's going to be so yeah. annoying. All the live long day. That's exactly what is going to happen. I like Big Noon, the presentation. I hate the pregame show. Um, however, there are more pregame shows. Like Barstool's college football show has gotten massive. Like that takes away that. It's not good. It's not good, but it, take, it takes away a decent. I've, I have not even wa- attempted to watch it. Uh, those good. guys. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know you guys are huge Barstool fans, but I'm a firm believer if, if we had their job, we could do it just as fine. But they're they're their personalities. Yeah, I was gonna say they're, to they're, we're not we're not yeah we're not like and I'm like I'm not that. that I would not be a good internet yeah. personality. Yeah. I think if I were to do that, I'd but like okay, I'm, knowledge base. I don't want to get into it, but like what's like Casey Smith? What is her personality? I don't. Just, they, I, they're all called personalities. Like like, like that's what uh, they are. What's his name? Mississippi State guy, like Brandon Walker. Like he's Fred, he's pretty good. On, like on, he's I think okay. he's got some good stuff. His show's he's pretty pa- good. He's passionate. I appreciate how he's passionate about his job. He, he knows his. Very, 
he is appreciate he he loves college football so i i and appreciate he knows him stuff. trying he yeah he knows some yeah he's not terrible i don't know i just like big kind of cats top 10 that he only bases off against the spread records <laughs> nebraska's always up there they're always in the hunt so i appreciate that uh but yeah that so the Complete tangent, but yeah, Montana, Montana State. I'll definitely. Oh, um, yeah. Jesus Christ! How did Play. we even get yeah. to that point? No, because they because <laughs> game day should have been in Missoula. Yeah, 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 yeah. Football. Yeah. Okay, Schaefer, give us the parlay. Sure, sure. Let me pull it up. Parlay here. number two, actually, the backup parlay. So if you don't, I got a teaser for you this guys. Is a... Do you have any extra units after what you went off of mine? Put it on Schaefer's. This is a five legger, uh, plus two twenty one. So not <laughs> not huge, but it's 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 double your money. Uh, we got first one, Middle Tennessee at home against Old Dominion. Uh, this is just a home team strictly picking that because Old Dominion's bad and they're terrible, even worse on the road. Middle Tennessee's 5-0 and at home, I believe. So they just need to take care of business. That's a good line at minus 188. Uh, love JP's pick at the spread for Minnesota, minus 7.5. I'm just going to go strictly money line here. There's no reason they should fucking lose to Indiana. Indiana's horrible. Um, this is a good line, too. Parks had it as well. Oklahoma State on the road at Texas Tech. Uh, no, no reason that Texas Tech should only be a 10-point underdog. I think it should be at least 14. They're just basically strictly off of a big win last week. But So if you are an Oklahoma State better, I, you should feel good about yourself going into this weekend. Notre Dame at home. Minus nine. This is a big one. Minus 900 against Georgia Tech. I just kind of <laughs> threw that one in there. Uh, there's no re- there's no way Notre Dame loses this football game. Don't care if I just jinx myself. Do not care. They are not losing this football game. This is um, a big one. Minus nine hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of a. That there's no really, money line, but I put it in anyway. Doesn't yeah. really put a damper in my uh, parlay. And the last one, Virginia at Pitt. I'm going Pitt money line. Um, yeah, Pitt. That, that would only be scary if Armstrong plays. Well, that's what that's what I'm, the, the health of Armstrong is in question, even if he does play. Pitt, come on. You're playing for an ACC title. You're, there's no re- Don't lose this game. There's no way you lose this game at home. Kenny Pickett continues to be Kenny Pickett and a questionable Armstrong. Yeah, Pitt's going to win this football game. So that's See, my I five was, I was so high on Pitt. Until that Miami game, like I was so I'm still high on them. I like them. I, know, I still think they're a good football team. I was saying I'm high on betting them. Like I love their oh, lines. Yeah. They always had closer lines because nobody really gives a shit about it. Pit. Is inflated this weekend? Yeah, no, it is. But I we're big Kenny Pickett podcast. You and you and Shafe have always been heavy on Kenny Pickett. No, he's he no JP more than I. I'm not going to take credit. He's fine. I think he's good. Um, isn't he a guy that uses? Is this his COVID year? Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of crazy? He had a medical redshirt year as well. Oh, so he could have came back anyways. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say, wouldn't that be crazy? Like how co- a COVID year saved his NFL career. Like now he's a you mm-hmm. know he's a top three round draft pick. Um, big, thanks to a COVID year, but he's always had the intangibles. He was just dumb decision making is what hurt in the last year. Like is yep. that is, and it's gotten a lot better this year, obviously, as we've seen. Um. But I got a teaser for you guys. All right, I really like this. I'm like this is one of my favorite plays of the weekend. If I'm being completely honest with you, the Big Ten tasty teaser. All right, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Minnesota minus seven down to minus one. Purdue minus eleven down to minus five, minus one twenty. Now, I'd like this because I like Minnesota. I'd play them at seven. I'd love them Wait, at just one. Two legger. Yeah, just teasing two games. Yep. Six point teaser. 
Minnesota, Purdue, down to minus to one and minus five. Minus 120. That's a good value. Yeah, That's, I a, love that play. play. Like, I'm all over that. That is a tremendous play. Those lines, I feel comfortable with both those lines where they're at. So, Tate, I know. Tasty to. teaser. Tasty, Tasty teaser. teaser. All right. Love it. That wraps up college football picks. Um, uh, for the play of the week. Play of the week, I was just saying. Come on, kid. You well, know yeah, what? Hold, hold on. Hey, hold on. Let, let me About do this. Sorry. I would say you can talk about it, but I have a, like, what I think we should do. You know? Um. Okay, so what the plan is, is for you guys to help us out. Last week, the play of the week did not go well. I was right. Old Miss at home scared the shit out of me. Um, and Texas A&M just did not show up for that game. Um, so the play of the week drops to 7-3-1. and one. It is what it is. Um, but we're back. We've never lost two in a row. So we're here to stay now. The plan is to win the rest of them because we have good lines this week. Um, next week, rivalry week, you usually get a few easily – safe lines um and now we will give you four different plays we're going to put a poll out and you guys can help us pick the play of the week these are all plays that we believe in because we think it's a great board and then you guys are just going to assist us we'll probably one of us will be playing each of the plays it's not going to be a play that nobody has money that's that's what i was gonna say we us three are going to give one and then the last one we'll all make a group decision on okay all group decision will be west virginia minus two and a half Okay. That was the unanimous pick. Yep. Do I get to put? I get to pick one to put put up there. Yeah, sure. we all do. We all do. Okay, I want Boston College on there. Okay. So Boston College. Okay, I'm I'll, gonna go. I'm oh, sorry. I'll take Penn State minus seventeen. Okay. And I am gonna go the Black Knights Army <laughs> minus thirty-seven, baby. Let's go. That's a monstrous line. I, <laughs> I remember well, when we talked about last week, Texas minus 31. That was, uh, yeah, shit. Okay, Army's not losing, though. Two and a half, 37, <laughs> 17. <laughs> That's funny. 37. Uh, okay, so you guys can vote on it, and that will be the play of the week that will add to our record. However, all of those plays will be in effect, and West Virginia minus two and a half is the unanimous pick of the board. Hey, okay. I was going to say, um, before we go, or if we move into another sport, whatever we are leaning towards, do you guys want to cut here a couple of, uh, cause they've been coming out recently week after week, some bowl predictions. You guys want to hear some matchups that sound really interesting. Yeah. Does Nebraska make one? Nebraska does not. Um, unfortunately, but here's right. a couple that I think you guys would find really interesting. Number one, I'm going to start with some teams of ours, Iowa, Against Texas A&M in the Citrus Bowl, January 1st, New Year's Day. Give me the under. Okay. Uh, we have Pitt and Notre Dame in the Peach Bowl, Christmas or New Year's Eve. That would be a great game, I think. Uh, another one would be the Sugar Bowl, Ole Miss in Oklahoma, I think would be a fantastic one. Um, under the radar, this uh, that I kind of think is it's going to be watched because we're not casual fans. Auburn and North Carolina in the Gator Bowl. I thought that kind of stood out as teams who had big expectations but kind of found themselves in a decent spot. Here's something interesting. The Cheez-It Bowl, the Cyclones of Iowa State versus Clemson. That I thought was very interesting. I would love, absolutely love to play Clemson because I've been dreaming for that. San Diego State versus UTSA in the Frisco Bowl. I think that would be a fantastic game. And, JP, you're going to love this one. This is going right. to be the last, the last one. App State versus Liberty in the Camellia Bowl. 
I think I think App would win that, but I would I'm I'm all in for that one for yeah, sure. Yeah, some some really intriguing predictions. Usually the predictions aren't that off once we get pretty close to the end of the season. So some games that I thought were really awesome. I feel like the predictions aren't that off normally though, because college football is more set in stone than it is this year. Like it's so toss up, but yeah. I, I hope nothing changes because all those games sound fantastic. Yeah. And, and then I the playoff lines. I was just say, yeah. And then the playoff, they got Cincy, Ohio state out, Georgia, Alabama. So nothing really. Cincy is in there. it. They do have Cincy at three playing Ohio state. So interesting. Dude, that and that be- would, that would be, I'm assuming that would make when they have Alabama, Alabama at the four and Georgia at the one, which would mean back, Alabama back would, weeks of Georgia, Alabama. And well, yeah. And that would mean Alabama would win, but they would be ranked lower. I hope God, they better not be saying Alabama two loss and still get in, but they don't explain it on here, but that just confuses me. Yeah, I don't know. Even if Georgia loses to Alabama in the SEC title, do you think they even drop? I think they're going to stay at one. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. It just depends how the game goes, I think, obviously. Yeah, no, that's going to be a, that is going to be a fantastic football game. Um, this is kind of that, that sweet spot. Does, which, which SEC team, or this might have been last week, because it's usually week 11, which SEC team plays a dog pile this weekend? Because, like, Alabama last yeah. weekend, that's a joke. That shouldn't be honest. Uh, South Alabama it. plays Tennessee this weekend. There it is. There it is. Yep. Um, South Alabama is a sneaky good team, though. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's go to different sports. Let's start off JP and I, NHL. Um, I have a play for you. Minnesota and Dallas over five and a half tomorrow night. Dallas's offense has started to pick it up. Rope hands broke the seal off, scored in four straight. Kaprizov, Kaprizov, this game is in Minnesota, so I do not think the Stars have a massive chance to win the game. However, I think a 4-2 or 4-3 final is almost a lock. So I love over five and a half in that game. JP, do you have a hockey play? Yeah, you know, I've been looking. I about played um, some things tonight, but decided I was going to put my time into the college football slate just because I liked so many games, okay? So I just put all my effort into that. yeah, I haven't really looked too much at it, but I do think uh, if you're looking for a value play within the next two days, I think finding a way to get back on Vegas. and They've been playing better hockey. They were uh, struggled to start the year, but they're playing better hockey right now. Um, they do host Detroit tomorrow night, who just got piss-pounded by Dallas, the same team that Parks was just talking about. Um, that's a little bit of a juice line, but if you can find you yourself in a spot to maybe play an over five and a half or the puck line for the Knights, I think that's a great spot. Um, you know, I'm looking at that Dallas one. They don't really give you a lot of juice on Dallas's end, but they're really juicing Minnesota side. So that's kind of a pain in the, you know what, a little bit. Um, I like yeah. Florida, Florida's puck line tonight, Thursday is plus 145. New Jersey does not play good hockey teams very well. All their set, all seven wins have been against below average, if not average, hockey teams. Florida's fucking good. They score a shit ton of goals, and that power play is lethal. So I think they win this game 5-1, 4-1, and easy cover for the plus 145. That is extreme value. I thought that was going to be like a minus 110 or minus 105 puck line because New Jersey, it's it's their record. They're basing that off of New Jersey being 7-4 and four for the first time in like five years. Um but Florida's 11-2 for a good reason. That team rolls, and they're at home, and I think they continue it. So give me Florida's Ooh. puck line. 
good basketball game tomorrow night, guys. Saint Bonaventure, Boise State. Jazz Suns. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Looks like a good basketball game. Um, Boise okay. State still. I haven't even done much on them. Are they still got those guys? Everybody's still there. No, all still. No, uh, pretty sure he graduated. No, it's okay, tough, let's man. jump to college basketball. College basketball is here, so let's play it a little bit. I'm sure Schaefer has a couple of ideas in mind. I started the year off 0 and 1. I thought Illinois was going to beat Marquette by nine, and they lost. So, <laughs> turn some things around. <laughs> got to turn some things around. And I got to figure out my life a little bit. So, Schaefer, give us some hard man. Yeah, I'm going to try to go for number th- win number three tonight. I'm just going to give you guys one play. I'm going to go Ohio State on the road, minus one and a half at Xavier. Um, Ohio State uh, had an interesting game where they barely snuck it out against the Akron after being 16-point favorites. They won on a buzzer beater. Uh, EJ Lindell has not taken a step back this year. He's averaging 22 points a game. Um, this is a Xavier team that's had two really slow games, uh, only putting 63 uh, points on a – very bad Niagara team, and then they barely beat a Kent State team who's very average as well. Um, Ohio State hasn't really shown what their true colors are yet, but they beat Bowling Green by 30 points, and they scored 80, at least 80 in their last two games. So the offense is there for Ohio State. That's what I trust to take them on the road at Xavier, just covering one and a half points. You had a game similar tonight, a Big East school in Michigan State and Butler. I thought maybe Butler could come in and surprise God, them. Michigan State blew them out. Yeah. And Michigan State blew the doors off them. So that's what I expect. It's the same exact situation. Ohio State's a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road uh, just because they're going to Xavier, and I, I expect them to win by more than that. So that's going to be my one college basketball play for you. Okay, what are our takeaways from college basketball this early in the year? Obviously, we bet it a little bit. It's really hard to bet, especially early in the year when it comes down to free throws with these big spreads. But what have you guys been taking away from the teams? Um, Georgetown's fucking awful. Iowa State is not going to be good in the Big 12. Oh, oh, oh. Iowa's they're, not going to be they, that great. They are scrapping. They're, they're working hard. All right, they're scrapping. There you go. That'll make Three you 3-0. That's one more win than last year. Yeah, I'd say we could definitely like next week um, find set aside some more time and just like look at it and kind of break down college basketball a little more because we're going to be hitting that swing part um, in a couple weeks where it becomes a focal point. So, oh uh, yes, I forgot to mention this. Next week, um, a good friend of the pod, Tyler Walji, will be coming back on to talk a little bit of college football and rivalry week. Um, Thanksgiving's coming, so you'll hear our episode probably Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. We're talking to him on Monday, and we'll just throw that in there for you guys. Um, so I thought I would mention that, but I like that idea too. We can talk about college basketball um, later in that episode. Possible mm-hmm. rivalry week, though. Big week college football. I'm very excited for rivalry week. Um, Big week. Yes, huge week. Not sure okay, why, but it's an okay basketball week. Basketball or other sports. Schaefer, do you have any NBA? Nope, no NBA. I'm just. God, I'm just I hate the basketball. I have to wait till I'm the day of to get a line. Yeah, and that's that's why it, it's tough to give you guys, you know, insight and lines when you can't. Like, I got to wait the day of, and we're trying to record a podcast and get it out the next day. Basketball um, no. is going to be kind of that season where we need to tweet out more plays. Um, obviously, I've told you guys a million fucking times. If you're listening to this. Follow us on action. Once we put a plan, it goes straight into action, and it's super easy, and you'll get a it's notification. Like a, it's like the sixth sense right now. Like, it immediately, like, it's yeah, it's right away. The, the minute, moment I do it, I just put it in. Exactly. Okay, so follow us on action, but we'll be tweeting more plays out. I'll make sure I can do it. Um, whatever I see on their action, I'll just clip and post so that way everybody has it out there. 
Um, we are betting still and betting a lot, and this is the fucking week. So if nobody has any more plays for college basketball or the NHL or college football, then it's time to wrap up. This has been episode 43 of the It's Just Money podcast, and I believe it's Schaefer's turn to play us out. Mm, I no, was, it's not. I was saying, I don't yeah, know. you picked money I in wasn't... the power last week. Oh, money yeah. in the power. <laughs> uh, Parks, you haven't picked one. I, I, have, I don't really have anything to have anything to play, really. All around every season. No. Uh, okay, so it looks like JP has one then. JP, tell us what's let me. Sh- I'll say, let me shuffle through my Spotify. Every that's season, gonna be, Roddy Whatever Rich. I stop on, that's going to be the nope, first, I like that. first one. I like that. already. <laughs> JP already won it. That's a good what one. Is, what is it? Every He's doing every season by Roddy Rich. By Roddy Rich? Yep. Oh, Jesus. So that's what's playing right now. All right. <laughs> this has been episode 43 of the It's Just Money podcast. I just been, been balling out every season. Know it's some niggas it's I left in the bleach. I just been married to Double Cup. I got to pull me a four inside another leader. Time to bezin and then run it up. I got to put the new bells inside of the freezer. Back at the trap, I was dugging them people. Dugging the birds, sending out the eagles. All of my diamonds gon' bust out the meter. I'm dripping water, nigga, Aquafina. Then that bitch kept in if she think I need her. Hit her one time and then I got to leave her. I'm a real street nigga. Got to keep it a rap with my people. Turn a whole squad to bosses. I can't be kicking shit like I'm Adidas. Young nigga pulling up inside the Bentley truck. I just be popping shit like hot grease. I'm in my Dead sitting at the trap, about to call the plug, got a cop three. Looked up the Pablo Escobar, money meet and chop four, that's my top three. Bitch, I was serving the sidewalk, then I copped the drop, hopped in the street. You can't name a young nigga that's hot as me. All my niggas do murders and robbery. Got about 20 racks in a robin jeans. Niggas thinking I won off the lottery. When I hop in the push, start with the pounds. Niggas know that it ain't no stopping me. Out of town, champ like Mayweather. Got a new crib off the boxing ring. Put the new 4 autos on the Jeep. Run up 30 in a week. I just fuck out on key. 45 under the pillow, 45,000 in the sheets. I want the bag, nigga. I can't take no hoe if I know she ain't married to me. Bitch, I done got this shit up out the street. Red gut, period, blood on my seat. I just been balling out every season. Know it's some niggas I left in the bleach. I just been married to Double Cup. I gotta pull me a four inside another leader. Time to bend and run it up. I gotta put the new bells inside of the freezer. Back at the trap, I was dugging them people. Dugging the birds, sending out the eagles. All of my diamonds gon' bust out the meter. I'm dripping water, nigga, Aquafina. Then that bitch kept in if she think I need her. Hit her one time and then I gotta leave her. I'm a real street nigga. Gotta keep it a rap with my people. Turn a whole squad to bosses. I can't be kicking shit like I'm a D. Rap shit, I ain't gotta cap shit. I been getting cheese like I'm Velveeta. I'm in the two-seater with two bad bitches. Black and white, I'm finna have a zebra. She wanna ride in the back. Cause I been having them racks. I ain't showing. She say I I ain't got them racks. Thought you know me better than that, but they ain't knowing. She said my BBS is so annoying. I bought a coupe to spoil her. She wanna look out the roof in the morning. Why else I got her a new persona? I went up all like a triple double nigga. Larry Bird with the racks. Living my best life, sure. You can't ever get attached. Went to the plug, got a couple peas, then I ran off. Like Zach, hey, we been selling in the projects. Like it's the new Jack City. All my bitches got ass and titties. Gotta hop on top the bag and get it. She call me cause I'm a main nigga, don't beat it. I'll be something like a pacifist. All a nigga do is sniff for the check. Open them up, put the dick in the neck. Blue rags, bitches crippin' the set. I've been trapping, gotta get up a tech. Bitch, I'm rich, I can't be living in debt. She won't be my bitch, I can't fuck with the pet.
pet. A best friend ended up giving me set in the Tahoe when I jumped off the jet. Yeah, yeah, I just been yeah. ballin' out every season. Know it's some niggas I left in the bleachers. I just been married to Double Cup. I gotta pull me a four inside another leader. Tie up the bands and then run it up. I gotta put the new bells inside of the freezer. Back at the trap, I was ducking them people. Ducking the birds, sending out the eagles. All of my diamonds gon' bust out the meter. I'm dripping water, nigga, Aquafina. Then that bitch cabin if she think I need her. Hit her one time and then I gotta leave her. I'm a real street nigga. Gotta keep it a right with my people. Turn a whole squad to bosses. I can't be kicking shit like I'm Adidas.